0: are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at cfru.ca. What is happening everybody? what is good with y'all it's your girl janan right here on tko as you already know here on tko all we talk about is mixed martial arts also known as mma and other combat sports too we also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now so hello hello what is happening everybody as always i'm just so happy to be here in my quote-unquote home studio with y'all today marks our episode number 191 i believe which is again just out of this world and i cannot believe that we're going to be doing episode number 200 in about nine weeks so i'm trying to do the math again but i think yeah like i said on our previous episode it is it probably will fall some sometime in december which is just great just in time for the holidays and we have lots to celebrate and you bet it's gonna be a fantastic episode because we're gonna be having potentially surprise guests um on our episode and just talk about so many cool stuff so make sure that you mark it down in your calendars for next episode, I'll actually like give you an actual date because right now I don't have my calendar with me. So next time before uh, we actually start our episode, I'll actually figure out what the day will be for episode number 200. And I'll let y'all know so that you can actually mark it down in your own calendars. So, yeah. But other than that, y'all um, had an awesome week this past week. I hope all of you did as well. Uh, feeling super blessed today and um just trying to be productive you know you know just balancing um just working out fitness um self-care work all all the good stuff in life just trying to Maintain a balance on everything and uh, just trying to be a good person in this world, you know. And uh, I definitely <laughs> encourage all of you listeners out there to try to do the same thing. Um, I feel like as human beings living in this society, that's the least that we can do to not only care for ourselves, for our own well-being, for our own physical and mental health well-being, but also for each other, especially during these interesting times during the pandemic we obviously have to have each other's back so let's not forget that all right so now talk about combat sports y'all so we're we're again we're still uh, going through interesting times with combat sports specifically i would say for mixed martial arts once again You guys already know, um, probably know actually, that um, the UFC is back at the Fight Island in Abu Dhabi. uh, Which they're actually having many, many events. Uh, They do have events lined up for the remainder of the month there, which is great. So this past weekend, we actually had UFC 253, which I'm sure a lot of you have already seen. Specifically talking about the main event of the evening, which was... This, should I say interesting fight, um, because I don't know what other um, adjective I will use for that. Maybe a little bit unexpected. Yeah, that's that's definitely the word. So the main event of UFC 253 was definitely, the outcome was a little bit unexpected. Nothing that um, we predicted to happen um but it it was definitely interesting so it's it was both interesting and uh unexpected for sure so today we're going to be reminiscing a little bit about that main event between Israel Adesanya and Paulo Costa and man oh man oh man that was that was interesting especially because uh if you if you did catch up with all the things that were said prior to the fight all the trash talk that was uh, uh, between the two guys and how Paula Costa, how he truly believed that he was indeed going to defeat Israel Adesanya and Israel Adesanya thinking and actually being outspoken about the fact that he was, like, Paula Costa had nothing on him and that he was still going to prove to everybody once again that he, he there, there was a reason why he deserved to be called the champion, the middleweight champion of the world. And also, um, another thing that I want to mention was um, the, the weigh-in day. So the weigh-in day, they obviously weigh in. And uh, they have to face off against one another and uh, another disrespectful thing actually took place which honestly doesn't really compare to all the beef and the trash talk that we've seen between uh, uh, fighters before like in the past it doesn't nearly compare to any of them. But uh, it was still pretty disrespectful in, in some sense, and like some sort of a athletic sense, because what happened was that Paulo Costa, so the two were facing off, and Paulo Costa just randomly, <laughs> he just randomly pulled out a white belt um, out of his pocket, and he just kind of waved him, uh, waved the white belt in front of Israel Adesanya while he himself was wearing a black belt. I believe it was a uh, jujitsu style black belt. So he had that visible, um, you know, on top of his clothes. And uh, what he did, like I said, was that he was waving that white belt right across from Israel Adesanya's face, which was super, super disrespectful, like I said, in an athletic sense because he, he was just saying, hey, listen, I'm a black belt and you got nothing on me because... Your skills when it comes to ground game, when it comes to Brazilian jiu-jitsu, it's only at a, at the level of a white belt, which uh, which is what what he, what he actually thought, <laughs> what uh, Paula Costa actually thought, and uh, Adesanya almost took it personally because he he just took that took that white belt out of uh, Paula Costa's hands, and he was just so mad, and the two almost had a um um like a um what's the word, like a physical fight, but Dana White just jumped in and stopped it from happening or just um, escalating any further, which is good, but that kind of like it, it definitely intrigued or excitement further for the actual fight. So like I said, there was a lot of just bad blood going on and uh, either, either guy just wanting to prove themselves to the fight world and to the fans that I'm the better guy here, and the my opponent has nothing on me. Okay, so that was the whole point of that fight. So when the fight actually happened, uh, it was actually really interesting because according to our prior knowledge and what we had seen from each guy, according to their most recent fights, what we expected from Paula Costa was for him to be as explosive as possible. To just keep charging forward and um, bombard Israel Adesanya with shots. That's what we expected, right? Because that's what we had seen um, in in his previous fights. And for Israel Adesanya, we expected him to uh, to just demonstrate his high fighting IQ in a way that he wouldn't he wouldn't really play um, according to his opponent's rules, if that makes sense. And by that, I mean he would try to be as creative and as unorthodox as possible and honestly there's a reason why they call him the last style bender it's because of his just almost supernatural uh, uh skills when it comes to how he fights in the octagon it's almost like you're in a matrix movie that's how he that's how perfectly he Dodges away from punches and strikes that are coming towards him so that definitely makes him very very special a very special fighter overall so like I said those are the things the big things that we expected out of each guy uh, coming into the fight but obviously and I'm sure you all probably know the result the fight result by now um it actually went according to someone else's plan according to one guy's plan and that was uh in this case israel adesanya's because israel adesanya did exactly what israel adesanya usually does which is to be smart fight smart um and to try to dismantle his opponents in a way that it was being effective and every damage actually counted But in the meanwhile, he wouldn't expend as much energy himself and wouldn't really tire himself out. And that's exactly what he did on fight night. However, so what his strategy was that he wanted to chop down Paula Costa's calves, right? Because when you uh, when, when you try to attack when you try to attack your opponent's legs, what happens is that. Obviously, well, I'm not sure if any of you have actually been kicked in the leg or in the calves for that matter, but they hurt so, so much. And as a fighter, like you're, you're definitely a tough person and you're trying to uh, just have all aspects of the game in mind while you're trying to fight your opponent. But when you're getting hurt and you're like your hurt and damage is actually accumulative. That is no good, my friends, and that actually starts to affect your mentality and your focus. And so, because of that, I would say in this case, because Israel Adesanya was just, just chopping Paula Costa's legs just like one, just like one one leg kick, two leg kicks, three leg leg kicks, and it was just unstoppable and consistent. They kept Being thrown towards him one after another and because of that, uh, obviously the damage was almost even visible. You could see how bruised Paulo Costa's leg was getting. And so because of that, I I would say that was one of the big reasons why Paulo Costa couldn't really actually see potential openings in that fight against Adesanya. Usually, like I said, he, he should have just jumped forward and attacked as soon as possible. Uh, he should have been as 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 aggressive as possible in order to um, just go for the finish and get the job done. But unfortunately, because he, he didn't act that quickly and he, I mean, it, it's sensible. I understand why he didn't act super quickly because it, it definitely comes with a lot of risks because it either works or it doesn't, meaning... in the beginning of the fight you go for the finish just guns blazing you go for that finish and it either works or it doesn't meaning if it doesn't work you're just gassed out you have no more stamina left so you're just left there um and and it's no good definitely no good but uh, if it works, then perfect. I mean, um, it is like with big risks come uh, great rewards, obviously, and that would that would have been a great reward given that Paulo Costa actually acted that quick, without really like overthinking his strategy and and him just having gone for that finish early on in the fight. But he didn't. Okay, that that is a reality, obviously, and he just wanted to study Ezra Adesanya a little bit further. So he just uh, stood back a little bit, but having stood back, actually that that was uh, the point to his downfall in this fight because, like I said, Adesanya just used that opportunity. and just said, "Listen, um, I'm I'm just gonna chop you down, and I'm I am not letting you." Um, charge forward in this fight because I just want to make you weaker and weaker and weaker through these leg shots uh, or uh, yeah leg kicks and leg shots I guess (laughs) I kind of lost the word for them but um, that's exactly how the fight went down and uh, Israel Adesanya at one point he threw a very high leg kick which actually was absorbed by um uh Paul Costa's head and because of that because he was already getting so hurt and that leg leg kick was um actually it was actually a really good leg kick so he went down he was knocked down to the canvas and Israel Adesanya what he did he took that opening man he jumped right on top of uh Paula Costa started grounding and pounding And the next thing you know, the referee jumped in and stopped the fight in favor of Israel Adesanya. Now, having said all those things, um, listen, I'm not sure if what I'm about to say is actually uh, appropriate for radio. But uh, I'll I'll try to be as vague as possible so that I get the point across, but don't like describe this next thing uh, very explicitly. So uh, at the end of the fight, when the referee actually stopped the fight, uh, Israel Adesanya, being the the flamboyant person that he is, um, he actually performed a move uh, on Paulo Costa, and it was it, it was definitely disrespectful. Um, especially after you hurt your opponent like that, and you knock essentially technically knocked them out right th- like that. Usually, what you're supposed to do is that you display. Uh, A lot of respect to your opponent Because y'all just fought And um It's a very special moment Between the two of you regardless of who won And who lost But what Ezra Adesanya did um, It wasn't that at all It was the exact opposite of sportsmanship What sportsmanship should actually be So he actually did that um, And uh, it was actually really disrespectful The move that he did On uh, Paul Costa But um because of that there's actually been a lot of uh uh, backlash that he's received throughout the days like the days uh ever since the fight on various news outlets sports uh outlets and a lot of people are saying you know what happens to sportsmanship and uh he's essentially just breaching um uh he's just breaching what sportsmanship actually stands for and I totally understand that and um, I, I, you guys know me, I'm a huge advocate for sportsmanship and the sport of specifically mixed martial arts being, like maintaining that... Um, That fundamental ideology of us respecting one another whenever we do fight each other, especially because we want to make a good name out of our sport, specifically because, okay, I don't want to go too deep into this rabbit hole, but uh, I I just want to get the point across that. Listen, our sport is a relatively new sport and there's still so many people out there, so many casual fans, I should say, out there who are not necessarily familiar with what the sport, how, first of all, how artistic the sport is and how wonderful our sport of mixed martial arts is. Um, So because of that, I would say if a, a casual fan actually turned on their TV and actually saw that, or if a kid, a young kid turned on their TV and saw that, I wouldn't say that that was set a good example of what our sport of mixed martial arts, um, uh, stands for. So because of that, I do, uh, I didn't like what he did obviously, but, um, again, I do have to maintain, um, uh, my, my point that, okay, sportsmanship is important, but also this is uh, a sport that is so tightly entangled with entertainment However, although I would say um, entertainment definitely has its own boundaries and we shouldn't necessarily do anything like uh, things without boundaries just for the sake of entertainment and keeping things interesting. I'm totally against that, but I'm also um, trying to play the devil's advocate here and say maybe what he did wasn't personal and maybe he just did it for uh, views essentially and uh, i don't i don't want to call israel adesanya a clout seeker because i know he's a very 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 talented guy and um there's no denying the fact that he is indeed um he des- honestly deserves to be called the champion but you know there's definitely pros and cons to this whole thing and uh i just wish uh people knew when to maintain a balance but again, like I said, at the same time, uh, we could definitely argue for both sides of this issue for both the sportsmanship aspect of things and the entertainment aspects of things. But, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Israel Adesanya won that fight and Paulo Costa lost. Um, but we'll see what, what the future holds. Right now, um, the UFC has actually also announced that uh, the former middleweight champion, Robbie Whitaker, will actually be fighting the top contender Jared Cannonier which is going to be a, a very very interesting fight specifically because if you have seen Jerry Cannonier fight um, uh, recently in the UFC you probably know how, ta- uh, how, how much talent he actually brings into the octagon and he's definitely I would actually greatly argue that um, he is definitely one of those underrated guys in the division and this upcoming fight that he has against Robert Whitaker is definitely going to prove how good of a fighter he truly is so um, I, I brought that up because um, it, it, we potentially are going to see the winner of that bout fight israel adesanya for his middleweight championship belt and uh just uh my previous point about jared cannonier we all we already know how good of a fighter jared cannonier is because um in his post-fight interview israel adesanya actually called out jared cannonier which i thought was pretty interesting um, and I feel like as, as we proceed with more fights um, in the middleweight division And specifically for the fights that Israel Adesanya has had so far in the middleweight division in the UFC I feel like he's definitely uh, getting faced with tougher and tougher uh, um, contenders and opponents So first he fought Yoel Romero who is an absolute beast but uh, the thing was, uh, he, he he was kind of like declining in performance because he wasn't really at his prime anymore when he fought Israel Adesanya. But Israel beat R- Yoel Romero, which was great. And the next time that he fought, he fought against, uh, or maybe I'm uh, kind of like switching up the orders, but I do know for a fact that he fought Romero. And then he, of course, he fought uh, Robert Whitaker, the former champion. So Whitaker himself is uh, nobody to ever underestimate. Yet, Israel Adesanya fought him and beat him to get the championship belt for himself, which was just fantastic. And, uh, uh, well, he right now, he just fought Paul Costa, who everybody thought was going to be the next biggest star in the UFC. And honestly, on a, on a side bracket, uh, I'm still, I, I honestly still have a lot of hope for him um, because he's young. And one loss doesn't really define you, especially because prior to this, his uh, professional record was just perfect. He had no losses at all. But all I'm saying is that even with this one loss, it's not, it is definitely not the end of the world for um, uh, Paulo Costa. He still has a long way to go and I'm sure he'll, he will definitely come back from this loss. So yeah, talking about Israel Adesanya's, um, I guess, gradual, uh, uh, like how how uh, tough every single opponent is getting for Ezra Adesanya. So, like I was saying, the next time that he gets a fight, either uh, either fighting Jared Cannonier or Rob Whitaker, I feel like uh, that's definitely going to be a fight at a, at a different level, at a higher level, compared to all the previous fights that he has had so far in the UFC. But shout out to both guys. Um, I watched the whole fight card UFC 253 on Saturday night, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I know a lot of other fans um, enjoyed it as well as I was reading their comments online. And, uh, you know, it it is, after all, a game. I know there were so many uh, Paulo Costa fans who were just so, so bitter about that loss. But, hey, man, it is part of the game. And uh, in the words of one of my favorite fighters ever in the featherweight division, Max Holloway, it is what it is. All right. So I, I actually can't believe I talked about that for 20 minutes, but um, I do have. OK, so before we get started or <laughs> started, geez, it's already been 20 minutes, but I kind of wanted to give you guys a very important um, headline about something that's been talked about in the world of I would say uh, like the, the the world of crossover between boxing and mixed martial arts. And I'm going to be talking about that in a few seconds. Before I talk about that, I just wanted to tell you guys about the fight night that is coming up this upcoming Saturday on October 3rd. So this, this one is also going to be held in Fight Island in Abu Dhabi. And this time we have um, two phenomenal women headlining this fight card. For it is actually going to be a women's bantamweight bout. And we are finally going to be seeing Holly Holm. The number two contender in the 135 pound division. Fighting off against the young talent and prospect in this division. Irene Aldana. And for this fight I'm just so so excited about. Especially because um just briefly talking about it. We all know that Holly Holm was the one who finally beat Ronda Rousey, the first ever woman champion in the UFC way back when, I believe it was in 2015. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, just go online and tell me if I'm wrong. But um, she was the one to finally make it happen. But not only that, she's had many other awesome performances in her professional career she does come from a professional boxing background she used to be the a boxing champion prior to her move to mma and overall she's a very very well-rounded athlete and a badass mixed martial artist so for that reason i actually love 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 holly holm and now she's going to be fighting the young prospect, like I said, Irene Aldana, who herself has been so, so successful in this 135-pound weight division. Um, she, she hasn't had a lot of fights, but every fight that she has had, she's just had outstanding, outstanding performances, and um, she's always shocked everybody. Whenever she's fought. So because of that. I would highly recommend everybody here. To please. uh, If you don't have time to watch the whole uh, fight card. Do at least watch the main card or the rather the main event of the evening. Holly Holm versus Irene Aldana. And I'm just briefly uh, glancing over uh, some of the other fights that are happening on this card. Another one that I do want to definitely just point out to you. Is another women's bout between Jermaine Durandamy and Juliana Pena. Again, two of my all-time um, uh, female fighters, actually. Um, Jermaine Durandamy, she was the former uh, featherweight champion at the UFC. And if that doesn't impress you uh, enough, another thing that I have to say is that I believe she was also a world champion in Muay Thai. And in addition to that, if, if you go online and search up Jermaine Durandamy um, fighting a man in the in a boxing ring, that will show up. And you will see with your own eyes that Jermaine Durandamy actually beats up a man in the ring right that's how badass <laughs> Jermaine Duranime is excuse me Jermaine Duranime is and we actually have her fighting on Saturday nights and she's fighting against a very very tough lady Juliana Peña who's an absolute beast when it comes to grappling and Brazilian jiu-jitsu so I'm also really really excited about this fight so make sure that you yeah, bottom line being, just just catch up with this whole fight card because regardless of how much I actually talk about every every bout here, they're all really, really interesting. So make sure that you um, actually watch them on Saturday night. All, all right. Okay, so um, now briefly, just talking about that headline that I wanted to tell you guys. Um, so I'm not sure if you guys actually heard this news, but uh, it was actually announced on social media that Conor McGregor will be fighting Manny Pacquiao, of uh, the the legend in boxing, actually, in the upcoming months. Which, personally, when I read the news, I just said, "Man, this is definitely one of those other like just another Conor McGregor um, tweet," and I I just didn't want to take it personally. But what really was interesting was that after this news was announced, uh, there were pictures of many Pacquiao um, actually training in the gym, hardcore, Um, After after that news was announced and this was this is actually really surprising because Manny Pacquiao well although he's a professional boxer but uh, his main job is actually being a senator in the Philippines so uh, for him to be uh, training that hard in the gym after that uh, that news was announced it was pretty shocking and kind of like a confirmation that yep this fight is definitely happening. But actually what happened was that according to Dana White, the president of the UFC, um, uh, it was actually announced that the people uh, responsible for um, this, uh, or not, not responsible for the fight, but the organization that sponsors both McGregor and Manny Pacquiao, they actually came out and said, Uh, actually told mcgregor to take down those posters because they were wrong and uh they never really came to a consensus regarding that matchup so it it was all fake news essentially which was sad um but what we what we actually told was that uh, conor mcgregor might actually be potentially fighting the former ufc champion dustin poirier in ireland For a charity cause. Which is just awesome. Because it's been a long time. That we've seen um, either one of these guys fight. And I I just overall think. That it's definitely going to be a good fight. Between McGregor and Dustin Poirier. They're both really really good strikers. And uh, I mean the cause is, is for charity. Which is just really really heartwarming and something that we definitely need in this world right now but um that's that's pretty much everything that's been announced uh about this uh bout in ireland but uh, i'll definitely keep you guys updated uh once i get more info and more intel but um yeah that's that's pretty much what i want to cover about that and oh man today just went by so fast i swear but I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. You guys, make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. And you can also get a Spotify and iTunes to download previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl Joan Non right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. <laughs>